Hello. What up, Teach? Teach in the building. How you feeling, Kay? Pretty good. I'm um I'm I'm currently upstate. Um, <laughs> bitch, bitch, you don't have upstate in California. Stop trying to steal our swag. <laughs> we uh, we literally do have an upstate. Um, it's the state is very big. That's true. Um, no, I'm 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 upstate. I'm at I'm at the lake house. You know. Damn, you said the lake house. So you're one of those obnoxious rich people who fled, who who leaves the big city and goes and crushes a small city and cleans out their grocery store. That is exactly what I I am. I'm I'm all up in Stater Brothers, no mask on. <laughs> no What's the vibe? What's the vibe at Arrowhead? The vibe in Lake Arrowhead is dark. They haven't received any memo about um, businesses closing or social distancing. Fire! I'm I'm on the first plane. <laughs> There's like when you go to a, a market, there'll be a sign that says like social distancing. Make sure you do it. But like everybody here, nobody gives a shit. And then every retail store is totally open. Like mattress store, shoe repair, furniture vintage clothing it's all it's all open really yes that's fire i love this i love when people disobey i read this um tyler brule the famously obnoxious editor-in-chief and creator of monocle he writes like he used to have a financial times column on sunday but i think they kicked him off because he would like plug his clients in the column which is also fire i like that but uh that costs but extra. He, exactly that cost a little extra uh, but he writes these like he writes like a letter every Sunday to to his to the monocle subscribers, and it's just insane. Like he's talking about going to his chalet and just like completely like mm-hmm. not obeying any rules either. Well, I mean, if he owns monocle, he's probably going to the chalet to go fix it up for selling because he's going <laughs> to need some income soon. <laughs> Why? No, monocle subscribers are high income individuals. They ain't canceling. How, how many? They their... have they have some retail, don't they? Just a few. It's like pretty that that portion of it. I think is smaller than it used to be. Um, those those I, are probably think, some sweetheart deals as well. I think everything he does is a sweetheart deal. Um, Not a bad place to be. I man. actually like I, I like him because he's so obnoxious. But that's just me. You know, that's why I like you too. He sounds like an older, more successful you. Uh. Yeah, thank you for for that. Uh, uh, he's he's yeah. he's Canadian and gay, which I'm close to both of those things, so it's no different, really. Jesus, this man is you. How um how does he has a similar sunglasses frame to you? I'm assuming. Uh, actually, I don't think he wears glasses. Hmm. But you know, after this after this head shave, I'm considering going contacts and getting the surgery. I think I look tougher and cooler, you know, with if I don't have glasses on. Well, you think. Shut up, loser. Um, uh, yeah, I think that, I mean, I've, but you, you've been a glasses man so long that whenever I see you without them, you look, you look odd. You know, it's like seeing know, a raccoon it, in the daytime. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't sit well with me. Thank you for that comparison. <laughs> I think that that I could become, but I think when I come out of this this um, isolation cocoon, I could just be a whole new person. You know. Well, I mean, we'll, we're all going to be whole new people. Yeah, but I mean, like in a cool, but you're like, gonna you're gonna cocoon, sexy way, cocoon literally into your butterfly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. at I'm, the very least, by the end of this, you are going to emerge Canadian and gay just by proxy. 
That's that's true. Those things are that's not even up for discussion. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I want to talk about some content I saw you creating this morning on Instagram stories. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you never asked. I, I noticed that you were making some fucking cinnamon rolls, and I just wanted to say that was it looked incredible. Mm, I've never made cinnamon rolls before, but you know we're we're broadening our horizons. They were they were slapping, man. Too How good. many did you? I had two, How... but they're small ones, very small. So there's some left. You're saying? Oh, there's we're sitting on there's like six more, bro. Fire! Hit the Canada Post, mate. I'll, I will send you a link to the recipe. You you guys can make it. It's not that hard. I am making that's just too dangerous, bro. There's that's yeast involved. There's proving you're not going to do it. No, hell no, hell no, hell no. But what what I mean, it looked also like a dog took a shit on the dough. So I didn't really. That wasn't very appealing. Yeah, when you when you roll the dough out and then you have to kind of like smear on the filling, like the cinnamon sugar kind of filling that swirled into the cinnamon roll, and it did come out looking unfortunately more like something you'd find in a toilet than a kitchen and i know chris, did, that's, did, that's a big chris pet peeve i yeah we you, don't you, talk about that. you're highly against scat play and i appreciate that <laughs> yeah that's what i think when i you have a I hard stance when, when i that's what i think about when i think about things i'm against is scat plays number <laughs> one on the ranking <laughs> but it was like that kind of stuff like when we were talking to flynn um, on the last episode, when he was talking about going up upstate, literally to and and enjoying like Folgers coffee and like taking a break from your precious little um, East Village life and fourth wave coffee and farmers market produce and just eating you know regular supermarket stuff, Folgers coffee, all that shit. I think, and I've been experiencing that up up in the head. And it, it really is important to remind yourself just how, Maybe, how, how I don't good we have it. Fuck, fuck out of here. All, I, I don't feel like I have it that good right now, motherfucker. I'm trapped inside. <laughs> All I want is gourmet. I'm about to take a bath and, and soak in some expensive oils or something just to feel my feel something again. I know, I know. But it's but that's that's sort of what the whole point of, of drinking no, Folgers coffee for for a week is when you come back your, your normal shit begin, you know, it, it it's, it just looks amazing again. If you were really a man, a salt of the earth guy, you would have had some Pillsbury fucking cinnamon rolls, like a like that's, a that's like a fat Chris in point. middle school. That's a very or I would have looked up a Paula Deen recipe instead of some kinfolk one. Where'd the recipe come from? It came from SeriousEats.com. That sounds. It's not an amateur I, site. Just to let you know, it sounds a little bit off brand. I thought we only did like NYT cooking. Um, I don't do any paywall recipes. Um, you you hate pay, you hate paying for stuff. That's true. I don't mind it if it, if I really like. There's nothing on New York Times cooking that I can't find somewhere else. Just as good. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize it was behind the paywall. I guess I should have It is, and I, you know, it just whenever I see it, I don't, I, I'm not like, oh, I got to figure out like some hack or get some VPN firewall blocker thing so I could hack in and read this Wall Street Journal article about fucking socks that that Gallagher wrote but I just as soon as I see it I just turn it off and then I forget about it forever that's that's, that's smart that's how I approach life in general that's great great to know good good to know bro <laughs> can't do it turn it off immediately I, but I did think of you 
when I saw the Jerry Saltz um, coffee expedition. There's a lot of He's so, he is such an idiot, dude. That is so dumb. I love it. So I mean, it's funny, but like bad coffee, like transporting 18 cups of bad coffee and putting it in the freezer is disgusting. That's art, bro. Some people I mean, have maybe. a real, you know, have a real addiction to that certain type of coffee or that certain type of anything, you know. I do know. So, yeah, like, you I know, do. like some people just, I like, just gotta have fucking Ruffles chips or something. Or Damn, Ruffles are Wonder fire. Bread. Ruffles have ridges. Ruffles have don't, ridges and they are fire. Don't call me Wonder Bread on this podcast, bitch. I'll come for you. <laughs> hey, Wonder Bread. That's my street ball name. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wonder how you got all this bread. Exactly. <laughs> Damn, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is a little fire. That's my rap name now too. Um, all right, we should we should get prepared to to call our guest. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're talking to uh, the legendary writer and personality Cat Marnell, mm-hmm. um, who informed me after two and a half years of of traveling the world, she's she's settled back in New York. Um, so we can get into that with her, but she's also um, her and I have a lot in common. Um, like what? She really likes the libertines, uh, and, and um, <laughs> Fuck, I'm I sure forgot about other, the libertines. I'm sure there's some other stuff. Like I don't wear wigs, but I probably would. Um, there so, is I mean, some we, other stuff. Maybe drug use is one of them. Yeah, drug use is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can get into it. Let but me that, call her. That call kind her. of um, that's kind of a given when you mention a, a, a love of the libertines. That's true. I I mean, you like the teens, don't you? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm cool with the Libertines. They're just a band that I kind of forgot about and don't really like. I don't. They're not in my daily rotation, we'll say. But I have I nothing against. Yeah, there them. is, yeah. There's no EDM remix for you, so I figure that's not like really really your street. There right, probably let me, is. Let me call her. Let me call her. Okay. Let me call her. Don't, you're gonna make a Libertines EDM remix for the outro of this episode. There's a chance I already have, and I forgot. <laughs> all right, all right. Chris. Yes. Cat. I, I covered. I'm wearing my Eliana. Um, <laughs> well, I'm like you know my favorite book for quarantine is like uh, when Galliano was um or like got in trouble for the racial slurs. Mm. When you oh no when he was in Paris and he was like oh Hitler was this and that and then he like <laughs> walked around like covered with like a cloth all the time. Yeah. Yes. He was. He that's, was like mummified. Yeah. 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 That's what I've been doing in my quarantine. That's a good look for you. And also, I didn't, but then my um, lens is broken. Mm-hmm. Kat, I just want to, I just, I think we need to tell the listeners the journey we just went through to get you on the phone. I, I don't oh, think okay. we can just, we can't just jump into this. So um, can you just run down your technology lineup for us, please, at home? Currently, I have a broken <laughs> iPhone 6 refurbished. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have fire, fire. Okay, good. Even better. So many times. And... But it keeps coming back. And the six is like a die. Like a cockroach. Yeah. And I'm like, oh great, I can get another phone. But I travel so much I never actually want a good phone because and then same with my computer. Like I have this thing where I water damage my computer like two days before I'm supposed to go abroad. Like I spill I've spilled Paraday on two MacBook Airs. So finally I was like, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> like it's the exact same thing that happens. And I'm like, I can't fucking believe it. Did I really just because I'll go, to, I'll like have a Perrier in my bed with me, the 
glass. I won't use the glass bottles anymore. You know, the big like glass things because the oh, caps I do don't work. I I get water on my computer and I ruin it. Hold on, are you a Perrier? Right is that your, is that, and so is then this, I'm like, oh, I just need to order another computer, and that's when I started using like refurbished computers. And so they're so old, but they're only like three hundred dollars, and then I don't worry about them. Well, are you? So I'm like, you, if, if, I, if someone took my backpack in fucking Egypt, it's like, get to, all right, loser. You have burner burner laptops. Yeah, what? basically, you have a burner laptop. Is what you're saying? Basically, yeah. you can just re- well. So I have two questions: Is Perrier your preferred sparkling water? That's a surprise to me. Always. Wait, Interesting. It's a surprise. It is a surprise. I have to say. Lens, I don't want to deal with it. It's it's, yellow. Um, I don't. I don't love Perrier personally. Excuse me. First of all, <laughs> Perrier is like it's healthy champagne. Period does have the best bubbles. They have the most. It has the best bubbles. When you open, uh, like my favorite is the big green bottles, plastic. Um, And I'll also get the smaller ones that come at like 7-Eleven. But they just open and it's like a rocket. Like, Mm. But it doesn't overflow. Have you had the red, the red badois? The the like intense the red bottle bad wall that's got that's the highest bubble content I've ever experienced. No, I've never even it, thought it, to it's do it's it's a Europe exclusive. I've only seen it in Paris. You got to get the red bottom though back. only. But Europe, I yeah, live, I live and die in Europe. Well, then you're gonna die with a bad wall in your hand, hopefully, because it's it's only available there. Um, well, what? Where do you get these I refurbished get laptops? Pardon? Where do you, where do you get these laptops from? Where are they selling three hundred dollars? Walmart.com. Walmart.com? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're buying oh, MacBook Airs no, on real. Walmart.com. I love that. No, this is okay. I was in a panic situation, and I was like, "Should I do?" Because the thing we're like, "Oh my god, I have MacBook Air. I'm a writer. I'm leaving to write." Uh, and I'd be going to a place. It's like I was going to France or something. I don't know what it was. I don't. But I was like, I, you immediately go through in your head. You're like, okay, fixing this is going to cost like the same as a computer. I don't know what that fucking racket is. That if you like mess it's up. It's incredible. It's incredible. I agree. Yeah, it costs I've done it before. or something to fucking fix yeah. water damage. Like who do they think they are? So I usually <laughs> refuse to do that. So I was like, I have two options within 36 hours. I can either do the thing for Craigslist. Be like, can I meet you at like a coffee shop? And some like kids tell you his like MacBook Air. Like it's great. Like, and you have to trust him, or I could do refurbished from walmart.com, which I love with insurance. And apparently, like, I researched it, and they, the insurance is like a Surian, you know, like cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when something's wrong with it, they just send you a new computer in the mail, like, really fast. But you're, this is, I think this is a, a hack that you've discovered, I have to be honest, because I've never no. thought about yeah, Walmart. Yeah, it's really working out so great for me. We just took <laughs> like a full hour. And, and just the other day, I was completely panicked. I couldn't do, like, my, I do some um, uh, ghost editing work, right? Like, mm-hmm. and first of all, this this issue we just had with the phone, I just had with my client, who's, like, as high-ranking and powerful and fancy in fashion industry as you could possibly get, like, huge, big deal person. And she was just... So you're saying this I, person is a bigger deal than me or Jason? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, this person's a bigger deal than fucking Ed. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I can't, I'll tell you off who it is, but like, she's amazing. Uh, she's, but I had to do this call with her and it was just. You couldn't get uh, it done. Well, well, so but, you, you told me, you told me when we were setting this up that you have, after two and a half years on the road, you've landed back in New York. 
Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. Obviously, I came back to my comfort zone, which is chaos. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> we're all right. leaving. I'm like, yeah, like this is when I should be here. But you were doing, I mean, I followed your journey and you were going to like insane countries and like living in a hostel, right? Like you weren't, it wasn't. Yeah, I've, well, I've done it all. The hostels. So what is, I've done the hostels. What is but, the appeal? Do you just need to keep no, oh, moving? They're not appealing at all. I don't, I don't <laughs> There's no appeal. I hate them. <laughs> but some places you really like want to do. I didn't realize that until I, like I had never been in one when um I started traveling. And that first one I really went to, or like I would stay in them, but I'd rent out a whole room, like four beds. Yeah. Like real baller shit. Real real baller shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand. I like, I didn't get it. And uh, I I was so stupid. I didn't know anything. And, but then finally, when I was in like Albania, and it was, (laughs) I'd only been traveling, it was only like two months on the road. I was in Albania, and that's when I went to one for the first time. And I was so scared. I I don't know what I thought it was going to be. Because it's like, you're like, what could this possibly be for like $9 a night? But then you realize <laughs> it's this whole thing. I mean, it's disgusting, but. I have never stayed. I'm, I you, I know we don't know each other, but like, I've never stayed in a hostel. It's really not a thing I would ever do. No, um, no. They're horrible. But you're doing it because it's just, if you want to live the lifestyle that you're living, that's the only way to do it, basically. Oh, no. It's not like I do that all the time. I'm in them probably 15% of the time. Oh, okay. It's Never mind. So oh, you're yeah. not as insane as I thought you were. Okay, I thought Hell you were truly, no. truly falling Ew. off the wagon. No, no. It's 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 completely financial. Like, well, I was just traveling in a way I was like just super addicted to it, and so I was doing it at the expense of everything, like including comfort. I was just like, I gotta go. Like, so what? What is the what is the draw or the? What? What? Why? Why did you get an addiction to traveling like this? Or what is, what is fueling the addiction, I guess? Maniac. You're a maniac? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. It's, it's very stimulating. It's like, it's, like, it's, just, it's like the equivalent of like flipping like, through like a huge stack of like magazines. But it's Nuts. like... Nuts. It's, now it's you're talking real. about the language. Yeah. Yeah, it's the world. I and understand I was like, oh, that. Looking at this, looking at this, looking at this, next, next, flip, flip, flip. You know, I was just like, and then I just kept going. How long would you stay in one place? Obviously, it depends, but like, what was the, did you, if you like somewhere, would you just kick it for a while or would you just need Not to really. keep going? Okay. I forced myself to. So, what are we talking about? I just like was in London for a month. I was considering moving there, but I'm not doing that. I'm coming so, back here. So, well, we're happy to have you back in the, the greatest you. city on earth. You know what I mean? It's very important for us to keep our talent close, you know. Um, <laughs> what are you do? What so what are you doing now? <laughs> like what's really what's like what's going on? Like for the so quarantine, I'm in an Airbnb in Bushwick. Yeah. So when I'm I've always done this combination of hotel, Airbnb, um, and then hostels, but really not hostels that much. I mean, so so you're in an Airbnb, you're quarantined alone in Airbnb in Bushwick. Yeah. Okay, that but sounds. I'm trying to go upstate. I got kicked out of my thing upstate. I go. The nightmare that I had, like when this whole pandemic broke out, I was in Cairo, 
in the middle of a dragon flood, which is a, this or dragon storm, which is this like crazy thing that happens. Like dragon no one, storm. Yeah, it was called the dragon storm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kat, are you are you trying to tell us that you're into anime? It sounds okay. like yeah. one of my <laughs> online games. <laughs> exactly. No, this city, which is already. I've been there actually. I went there recently. It's insane there. I can't believe that people go there so much. Like, I I can't handle anything. That place is fucking bonkers. I'm good. I never (laughs) need to go again. That's for sure. No, never. I'm all set. I was expecting to love My friends were like, it's so magical. I was like, I couldn't believe it. But, like, after this flood came, the entire city, obviously, I mean, they're not used to having rain. You yeah. know, and the city flooded and you everything was closed for weeks and or not weeks, I guess like a week. And the electricity everywhere, the people were getting electrocuted from the water. Cause and the, I would watch it be like a wire dangling outside the window of my Airbnb just like flickering. <laughs> like I was on like like right spark. And I was on the eleventh floor and this thing was just like like dancing, this like Loose, broken water. I was like, "This is so scary." I had to take like a sleeping pill. I was like, "I can't go to sleep." Like, this place is gonna burn This is down. real. Ho- this is real Homeland hours right now. This is no. Real that's my. I think my dad honestly thinks that I'm like Harry from Homeland. Because then I, I had to call him and be like, "So I'm in the Middle East. I'm like wherever." <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> Are you on a mission <laughs> yeah, or something? It's like, like hardcore Republican, and I never tell him where I'm going until like after because he's like, "What?" <laughs> You're behind enemy lines. And then I was supposed to go to Beirut after because, you know, J.J. Brine, the Satanist of the stars who turned Amanda Bynes to Satanism from Vector Uh, Gallery. No, I don't know, but I would love for you to tell us. Go on. Don't continue. Lebanese guys. Like, when I was... Lebanese guys are hot. He told me about the amazing gay scene in Beirut. Okay. And, like, it's all like it's. I mean, it's the gay place to go, hmm. and um, so the Castro of the Middle East. Pardon? The Castro of the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Castro of the Middle East, and so I was had all, on my flight there, and then my dad wouldn't. He's like, no, like you, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> but the borders were shutting down, and. The whole thing was just getting so complicated. Like all the flights were getting canceled. I spent so much money. Then I had to go into Paris, like right with everything on the day it shut. Paris shut down and locked down. I, I was there because I skipped Lebanon and went. And I was like the only. There was a line of Americans from Cairo getting on the flight to UK, like a huge line, and then no one trying to get to France. Only me. It was like an empty plane. And I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. And then, <laughs> And then I was in Paris when everyone is like, and I couldn't even get an Airbnb. People were like turning me down, being like, where were you? I was like, I was in Egypt. Like, so I finally got one there in Belleville. And then, then I came back here. And now I'm so you, can, so you went from, you went from Cairo to Paris, back to New York. To Newark, to downtown Newark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for making that distinction. Because I work with Audible crazy over there. Is Audible and in Newark? Newark. Yes. Yeah, that's dark. Newark, Newark is fucking crazy, but it's my it's my home away from home. It's the Cairo of New York. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of is. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's so you were supposed to go. You were supposed to go upstate to ride this out. Yeah. 
So then I found a fucking Airbnb upstate in Troy, which, like, yeah. I'm never believing these tourist boards ever again. They're like, oh, this artistic, it's like a depressed fucking town. Like, so many of them on the Hudson. No, that's and, some, like, that's some opioid crisis shit. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, again, I, I'm down with almost any vibe. We'll give it a shot. People were pissed at this huge, it's this huge church on Airbnb, and you could rent it for thirty dollars a night. It's monks' quarters. They're like, oh, like writers love it here, this and that. Like, so I got like eight days there, and on my third day, they just they're they're like, oh, like by the way, like we need to like like you have to leave because this and that and the other. Like it's this long story. I I told the people who arrived that I'd been in France, and I think they called them. Damn, they ratted you out. He's been here, like, but they were from New York. They were from fucking Brooklyn. So I and I had to leave in like the middle of a snowstorm. How'd you get back? Are you driving? I took no. I don't know how to drive. I didn't think so. You don't strike me as a driver, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) So I took an Amtrak, and again, I'm the only person on the Amtrak. This is after I've had two different Airbnbs in Newark, like, and then. The train up there, fucking Uber, and I'm supposed to be quarantined and back. And then, then I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go right into the thick of it, New York City, because so, everyone had left. So the Airbnbs were all sixty percent cheaper than they usually were. If this Airbnb website is not lying, I think Airbnb is one of the worst websites of all time. I would agree. With Airbnb is really it's taking slow. a shit right now. Huh? Airbnb is really taking a shit right now. <laughs> and yeah, and all the people fired. that host, all the people that host as well, they're kind of they're kind of fucked. Which good, right? Anyway, so well, what is your so? Uh, I just are you able to work now? Are you going to leave? Are you going to stay? Are you going to go to your parents? Like, what are you going to do? I can't go to my mom's because she has diabetes. Okay, and you definitely have Corona, so you should stay with I your have, mom. You definitely have it. Have, have, are you, thing, are you, um, the things that I've been through, like, during this crisis, that I've just been like, well, nothing I can do about this. Like, the packed, anxious buses getting on and off these planes, the, the airports, customs, like, at Newark, like, um, Charles de Gaulle, like, everywhere. Like, I thought Whole Foods was tough. Uh, yeah, right. Whole Foods yeah. Glendale is a scene, but I nothing guess like you're this. In Brooklyn, and, like everyone is all freaked out. I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Like this is like a cakewalk. I'll go to the fucking grocery store. And How I, do you I, feel? I These people. I feel great. Do you have a <laughs> Do you have a mask and like gloves and shit, or are you just out here free balling it? Um, you know, I don't know. I can't get those gloves. And the mask I have, like, I it gave me flu like symptoms. Like it was like it was like I couldn't breathe and then I would take it off and my eyes and my nose and it would be like watering and my face would be hot and I was so I was like I can't be wearing this before I go through custom because it was like and it had like a big duck beak like it was like I don't know what the fuck it was <laughs> was was this a promotional mask for like a movie release or something no first of all the mask situation is so gross as when you when you get off I was in um Herald Square like after Oof. I bought masks. I tried to buy them in London. Co from London, I had to go to Malta when this all first started, and then Jordan. That I was supposed to go to Cairo, Beirut, and then go back. Instead, yeah. So Malta was fine, but that's 
So I was, I was in London trying to get masks, and of course there, they'd all, they were like, charge like 50 pounds or something for a box of like 30. Like it was just already, the prices were getting jacked up and it was all fucked up. Um, and so then I wound up buying masks in Cairo. And also like some very shady hand sanitizer that was just like, I don't think it was real. It's like, it was just like goo. It was like, I would just put it on my hands and my hands would just like be like, like gooey. <laughs> You, like, bought, you bought Elmer's glue. Like, yeah, you put glue on your hands and thought yeah. it was hand sanitizer. People kept like selling me like, uh, like I think it was just like antibacterial spray. I don't know if it was real. Like, I think they were just selling you things that you put on like a blister. Like, I don't know what the fuck was doing. None of it was real. <laughs> well, Kat, <laughs> we we've been talking uh, on the podcast lately about how this has turned us into like. Um, a detox or a cleanse from our normal um, privileged lives. Do you, you know, if, if traveling has been such a big part of your life, are you enjoying taking a, a break from that? Or are you, are you leaning into it or is it fucking you up? Anytime I'm in the United States, it feels like I'm in paradise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then why do you constantly leave it? Well... You know, what if you started um, crying? Are you glad? I'm glad I had like all the adventures, but I was gonna stop traveling anyway. But this is good. This is like, but I am like, and no matter what, when I would try to stop, I would just go on a Google flights and just start messing around. And then I'd be like, stop, like, you don't have to, or like, you know, anything I had to do. I just are, are you, you like a good deal? Are you, yeah, who doesn't love a good deal? I hope all of these fucking cheap airlines I've flown go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they will. I've ever the flight or something, which I rarely do, but occasionally it happens. Of these cheap airlines, like there's not even anyone at the desk, like five minutes after it's closed, and then you can never get them on the phone. Like you can never take the next flight or do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Never. Like, there's nothing like that. They just. Um, how do you? How light do you travel? Are you like? Do you have like not at one, all. One, <laughs> you have like a giant bag with all your clothes in it. I have a. I travel with. Um, I'm obsessed. You know the Samsonite, the hard shell suitcases with the buckles, like no zipper. Yes, I do. Very European ones. Oh. Yeah. I can live get, and die for them. Do you get them wrapped in plastic like, like a true European tourist? Yeah, I was in. Oh, I forgot. And I went to Tbilisi, Georgia. <laughs> this is all in the past two months. Yo, and so this fucking communist elevator, you have to like put a dime in or whatever, like the door. <laughs> you have to, to make it to make it open. Where there's an elevator, where you have to put money in to use it. Yeah. Oh, and I love my it. Airbnb. And you have it's to like a toilet. It. it has no motion detector. And so it crunched on my suitcase, my plastic suitcase, which is, and these Samsonites are amazing. Like they should, and it went, and the whole thing went, and the buckles popped, like at the bottom. And I was like, Aah! like I was like screaming, like, because it was like my child was in it. Like it wouldn't open, and it was like, just like eating the suitcase. And, then, and the wheel got all fucked up, yo. This sounds traumatizing, but 
I mean, what what is there that you don't get into, Kat? I'm uh, it is I, I'm feeling for you. Exhausting. Do you uh so do you need to like work at some point or are you I do like work. I work of course. So I do, what do you... I do work um like right now I'm ghost editing someone else's book. And that's like a year long project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like mid you know, and then you know, I had this audible thing come out last here, I mean, I don't can you tell? Much. Can, like right now, I don't. I want to hear about. I want to hear about the. I want to hear about the audible thing because I don't know how that stuff works. My friend sold a podcast, him like a, a fictional podcast, and he seemed pretty happy with the whole process. But I would love to hear how it went down because I'm pretty unfamiliar with that. And if you have any connections there for us as well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Eisenman. He finds all the original contacts. Oh, yeah, you can pitch him anything. He always wants stuff from me. I do. I, I've tried to do it, but I sent him my one friend. I think my friend was, like, too weird for him. Um, but, yeah. So, how it works. So, well, it worked for me that they were looking for original content from off the People liked my audiobook from my first book. So yeah. Andrew hit up my agent, and then um, he wanted some original content. And can you blame the guy? <laughs> well, this was like a few years ago, and then I, um, but really, how it works is you just then I sent it in, and then you go to Newark and you record, <laughs> and it's really hard. Um, so yeah, I was in downtown Newark. How, how long did it take you to record that? Well, how many pages is this book written, and then how long did it take you to record it? It was like 60,000 words. Maybe that's how much I was. How much? How many words? <laughs> Not knowing the, the the answer to that question means that you have won whatever thing is going on. Yeah, I um, it was longish. The whole yo, I'm burned the fuck out. I don't know if you can tell. I mean, everyone's burnt <laughs> out right now, but you must be. A little extra special burnt out because we're all burnt out and we've just been watching Netflix. You know, you've been in yeah, communist yeah, elevators. Have the finer things in life, which is um human inter like you know how like demented you have to be to be like like be able to live abroad for so long and just be like blah 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 like and not have like human contact or like normal like I'm crazy like that like and it's not it's very strange like. I mean, do you like that part about you? Like, pardon? Do you like that part about you? No, no. But that's just no, not at all. So you didn't? Did you? So, but like, if you're in London, you have friends or whatever. But in some of these yeah. places, obviously, you don't have friends. So you're going weeks without talking or seeing anyone. Yeah, I haven't. So, how many languages do you speak? Um, barely any. I mean, I have high school Spanish, and then very. Uh, beginner French mm -hmm. that I work on because I love France. Mm, don't we all? That was where I was. That guys, was I was there pretty close to this this whole meltdown too and I came back just in time. Yeah, I was in Paris. I got back to, to New York on like March 10th, I think, which it wasn't crazy, crazy yet, but it was definitely like people were talking about it. Um, well, I think it's pretty crazy. It all started in that après ski if any, like in Europe, you know, it's all like the parties after the in the ski resorts. 
Oh, is that how it spread? 60 people. Damn. Well, so what are you doing during quarantine? Like, how are you spending your time? Let's walk through a day in Kat Marnell's life in quarantine in Bushwick. Okay. <laughs> I do the exact same thing every day. <laughs> I wake up at like 10. It's pretty I late, Kat. That's pretty huh? late. It's just, I've been sleeping so heavy, though. I've been like letting my... I'm an athlete. And same. <laughs> wow. Same. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Go. Okay. Continue. I didn't want to. I've been sleeping like crazy. I every night I feel like like a brick has been like knocked on my head. Like I'm like that's like the, I've been sleeping so heavy. I think it's like I'm so close to M train. It's like <laughs> this amazing rumble. It's like it's soothing. It's a lullaby. It's an urban lullaby for you. Yeah. Anyway, I wake up and then I eat the cereal that I bought at the fucking overpriced garbage drugstore. I mean supermarkets around here like a fancy cereal called i don't know it's something new but it's like protein and no sugar like so a fake cereal what kind of milk are you putting in that it's like a keto cereal almond, almond milk it's called the cereal so i just threw away the box and i get it, Is it i eat the exact same thing and then i put strawberries in it and almond milk okay and then i so- a double tea bag tea for don't lie to me. Okay, I, like, I ran out of English tea, and the American tea just crashed. So, so you're doubling up on your bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No shame. And then I do disgusting coffee because there's no coffee. Thing. There's like a French press, and I keep getting the grind wrong, and it's like dirt in my mouth. Like it's just. So Gross. you do a double tea to get your whistle wet for your bad coffee. Yeah. Okay. But then I tried. First of all, I went to the fucking Dunkin' Donuts on Myrtle Avenue the other day to get a coffee. And this guy was masturbating, like, full out. Like, I saw, like, a hard, like, a huge, like, like it was dick. Like, I was so <laughs> grossed out. <laughs> I was like. Right, I, and also the coffee wasn't good, and I got a deli coffee. And I was like, I had forgotten how bad it could be. Um, but at least it's reliable. There you go. It's always people are bad. supposed to like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I did. <laughs> I used to, but no, all these franchises. Like I, I used to live at um, Bowery and Canal, like, and that one that's over there. Uh, you know, at that corner. Even I know I that know, one. I know exactly which one you're talking about. By the bridge. See, I knew someone. Yo, they started just making the coffee weaker and weaker and weaker. That to, I guess to save money. I don't know what. Like, how is that not regulated? That a coffee like it was so weak. I was like, I call the cops. Oh, I would boost it, and then no, they started sneaking sugar into my stuff all the time as like a trick. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad edgy with coffee. <laughs> I think my worst quality. Like I'm the person like if I it is wrong, like I like come back and I'm so tight. Like and I'm never like that about anything. But it's like all I want is just for or I'm the person if I go to like host a coffee in London or something, I'm like, can I just like I like I make up a drink? I'll be like, it's like can I get like it's like a mini cappuccino like in the macchiato cup, but I want like more foam, but not milk, but like you know. Like, then it would usually be in a macchiato. Like, I make a whole thing. Because I just really want a tiny cappuccino, you know? 
This is something that <laughs> you you could maybe coin. This could be your signature drink if you really got into it, you know. Do you understand what I mean? These coffees over here are huge <laughs> and watery. Like, and I'm like, this Have you tried a Cortado? I don't know exactly what that is. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a tiny cappuccino. It's a tiny cappuccino. Well, that's what I need. <laughs> Wait, we're, Problem we're not solved. done. Next. We're only, we've only hit, we've only hit post coffee. So what are we doing after we have a trash oh. coffee? This, and then, you know, um, I wait for my, um, my attention span to kick in. Or whatever, and it doesn't. <laughs> you know, but I don't. You know, so then I, I waste some time. I don't work well in the daytime, even though I try. Like that's I usually open some sort of document at this point. <laughs> sure, sure, great. <laughs> and I'm telling, like during the day, my mind it's like I'm like constantly like you know, or with my work right now, like. I am. I'm in the documents, but it's like that part of the writing work where you're the equivalent of being like stuck in traffic trying to leave the city and like go to the Hamptons. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> I can relate, <laughs> and you know sweetie. You just have I to can relate. And like get through the traffic. But then I'm well, just like trying to do things. And fine, like, but I'm just waiting to get to the point where you like pull out and then it's like clear and then you move. But I've been kind of frustrated this quarantine with my, are you, my work. Are you exercising? Always. But that's coming that's... later in the day. So then I waste some time. Then I like rant on Twitter about something and then I erase it because I'm like, who the fuck do I think I am thinking I know everything? Like, <laughs> and also, I, if anything, this isn't good looking on Twitter. Like with a photo I've retweeted, so I take it down. I edit mm. my Twitter all day. It's stupid. And then um, I talk to my friends and then, yeah, but I do. I work a lot. I do work a lot. Um, if I'm working with this other project, then I work on that. Mainly I've been working. And then I go out for a walk, like a weird little walk. What's, what's weird about this little walk? <laughs> bad energy now. It's bad. The energy's bad. Yeah. It's, it There's is no, fucked up. So like the endorphins are not going to kick in. Are you listening to a podcast on this weird walk? Well, I listen to, but I don't, my, I don't, my headphone jack doesn't work on my phone. <laughs> So if I listen to anything, I have to um, put my phone like in my sports bra or something. Mm -hmm. I'll like do it, but it's too loud for New York to do that. So no. And then I was gonna do a city bike, and then it didn't work. Like my credit card, like Stripe. Like I'm a mess. And then I go to the fucking grocery store for my one big human interaction a day, and I get mango. Right now, I've been eating. So then, for lunch, I have arugula or spinach and a veggie burger. Like I have, a, I always have a vegan or vegetarian lunch, and then, then I work some more, and then I work out. So you work out at like five. This that during this quarantine, I've been doing it. Last night, I worked out at eleven thirty. So what do we do? What's the workout? Walk us through. My workout, my main thing, I do. I've always done YouTube fitness. So all these articles, and now that are like, ooh, like online. That's always what I've been doing. Um, you started this shit every day. What? You you started this shit. Yeah, I invented it. <laughs> but this I have been doing usually. So I travel at all times with several resistance bands. Yes. A Pilates ball, a straw to inflate the Pilates ball. <laughs> uh, 
And then I have the like the round, the bands that are like circles, and then I also have the ones that have um, handles, handles, the long ones. And then I also have a door stop, so at any time I can put the door like put the door stop thing in, then loop the long ones around, and then make that into a makeshift Pilates reformer. Oh you know? shit, yeah. oh, that's yeah. good. That's really tight. Yeah. I like that. I have I travel all kinds of yoga mat, and I do. Um, some pretty hard stuff, but I do it short. <laughs> I do a high intensity work, 30 minutes. Like I don't do, do you, anything light. Do you run or anything or you just do this Pilates shit inside? Oh, Pilates. Well, no, Pilates is only part of it, but, um, you know, I'll switch it up. I don't have my, I don't have any heavy weights with me now, but, um, were you always like this cat or was it, or is this like a, a newfound thing later on in life with, with sobriety perhaps? I'm not sober. Okay. <laughs> well, I was I was only saying that because of because a lot of people do that. Chris Chris being one of them has really turned up. Yeah, I, as soon as I stopped partying, I got super crazy to fitness. I've never felt better in my life. I definitely, you know, I got that when class pass was first out, and I've always exercised, like always, but half the time I'd be fucking on speed exercising, um, <laughs> running back and forth over the Manhattan Bridge. Like, almost getting hit by like, like little like spanish dudes on bicycles like that was my fitness like oh like yo like when i used to like live on the upper east side when i was like 20 i would just like, run the hill like i would take adderall with me um <laughs> i don't take adderall anymore but um i love fitness it's always been a big part of my life but um but it's cool yeah, that you don't really make it like a thing. On... I could, you guys didn't go into the Naomi Campbell workout with your dude. With Joe? I don't I don't need to watch Naomi Campbell work out with Joe. I, I don't are you doing that? No, but I thought you guys were gonna at least talk about it. No, no, no. I don't we we had more important stuff to talk about, you know. Like I, I, I he had so much knowledge to share. I felt like, you know, I talk about celebrities with every other person in my life. So I I felt like I get it out of my system pretty often. Naomi's amazing. I mean, she is she's truly an icon. How old is she? I'm not exactly sure. 70? No. <laughs> she looks amazing. She's like 75, I think. Hey um, Kat, um I wanted to ask you, there's a lot of conspiracy theory talk going on nowadays. Are you are you interested in that type of stuff? What about how Corona has come from uh, General Petraeus? <laughs> I mean, that's... No, that's what my friend's husband was like, oh, yeah, after I got kicked out of upstate, I actually went to Stanford, Connecticut for two nights and stayed with my friends there. And my friend's, like, husband was like, did you hear this thing? Like, I was just like, oh, yeah. He told me about General Petraeus. Mm-hmm. There's a corona connection. I don't really know the details. But what's the conspiracy? I mean, there's just a zillion of them. Um, but I, I feel like everybody in, in, in the world is, is starting to be a little bit more into them just because there's so many question marks of what's going on in the world and you're trying to blame yeah. it. But I mean, there's crazy ones like everyone is like all celebrities are being arrested uh, for being like part of a pedophile ring. Oh yeah. Like Tom Hanks and Oprah and all those people. Oh yeah. That was pretty um, funny. Uh, yeah. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed that, um, well, of course the, I just see that oh Peter Beard went missing and then 
I was searching for his name on Twitter, just like seeing the story. And uh, just because I like all the Warhol stuff, you know, I've read all that. So I always keep up with people in the Warhol world a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris does the same and for then the office like, cast. Friends, and all the conspiracy theorists were talking about how he was friends with Epstein. And I was like, in the meantime, like he has a like, dementia. That's why he's wandered away. And he's a yeah. photographer, you know, who dated like Lee Raswell and shared the Montauk house out with Andy and Halston and all of that. And they're like, oh, like. Epstein, Epstein. So that's the whole thing on Twitter about him. I was like, okay. I actually um, didn't see the Epstein thing with him, but I is that true? I, I don't know. I mean, everyone was friends with Epstein, and no one, no one's calling out all the fucking people. Like, I, my, I would say on a on a conservative theory about Epstein that he tried to get tons of people into his ring and couldn't do it because other people are going to be like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, see, I think he, I think he kept things. I think certain people were in and certain people weren't. Like, I think if you were friends with him, that doesn't necessarily mean you knew the whole story. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course, and I do. Here's the one thing: like, I'm not conspiracy theory person at all, really. But immediately, my instincts for seeing, I thought it was completely outside the norm for New York media, American media, anything uh, that we saw and probably the photos of his corpse mm-hmm. on the in the paper and in public like that isn't done like no that never like happens Osama here. bin Laden like or something like that is made once in a while but so I was like wait when is that ever done in and that that's when I thought that was if I if I was going to think anything which I don't really like I'd be like okay it's weird that there was this big show of showing his body like oh he's dead because then because why? I mean, maybe who fucking knows? Maybe he paid the city like four billion dollars, and or whomever he'd have to pay. He had billion, and then he's going to live somewhere, and there's this fake body. Yes, like, now we're talking. Now you're going off the deep the end. The only, but that that did occur to me because I thought <laughs> it was strange. Who shows the corpse in the New York Post cover? Wasn't there the cover of the Post with the bloated face and like the rigor mortis? I was like, what the fuck is this? No, that's like some that's some Europe only shit. Yeah, I feel I like yeah. You know, um... Osama bin Laden was like the last time a big. Like we don't do that, so I was like, it's weird. Like someone really wants us to show that he's dead. Chris, where do you think Epstein is right now? I think Epstein's dead. To be honest, I I do. Unless he's at the. I mean, I don't know. You really are a Republican. I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, are I you? No <laughs> no. Family's Republican. Well, so's mine, but I'm from the South. I don't know. I have an excuse. So my, well, I mean, my fam- actually my Southern family is Southern Democrats. Mm. Where, but you're, where are you from, DC? Yeah, but my mom's side of the family is uh, in Virginia Beach, so it's not uh, fully southern, but it's very. I mean, they're all full thick southern accents. Yeah, my mom has and a beautiful my southern drawl. Pardon? My mother has a beautiful southern it's, drawl. It's Georgia, right? Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. My, you know, do you know who uh, Bill Bartholomew is? Who just died? No. My friend's grandfather, but he was the chairman. He used, he used to own the the Braves, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He just no, died no. this week, not of corona, but how much how much of a bummer would it be to die and not die of corona right now? I feel like people just wouldn't even care. Yeah, I mean that's basically what happens to this guy. Um but um so that's really what's been going on. I don't really have any other conspiracy theories. Cut, um, so you've 
What do you I think th- that Kim Kardashian is a, is lies like a sociopath and is one of those evil people. <laughs> there we go. She just gets away with it. Like how is she not like being called this? Like everyone now is like scammer, scammer. But the same millennials saying scammer to everyone are like Kim, like we love you. Like oh, we need to touch on that. Reminds me, we need to touch on your your now squashed beef with Caroline Calloway. Oh, yo, I don't have any beef with it. Yo, she's Caroline plays her position with me like very well. You know what I mean. What mm-hmm. I do know what you mean. She bonds over me. So what am I going to do? Say I don't like her. I don't actually know her in person, but I didn't like that she was. I couldn't come out and say this, but I can say this on a podcast. Like, I really had some issues with Elizabeth Wurzel and as a person and yeah. how she would deal with me. Like uh, how she, I knew her from before I had a career. Anything she was always a fucking asshole to me. <laughs> <laughs> and just like so condescending. So not supportive of like anything. And then like and then after I had a career like was always trying to get herself compared to me, not in a way that I'm saying like like respect. Like she has like a whole thing, right? She's an icon in so many ways. Yeah. But then it was always the thing of her wanting be like wanting me to say that she opened doors to me. I'm like, yo, we're like we're both fucking white women. Like the doors are open for us to be like trouble. Like and also like I like and I know who influenced me and it wasn't her. Like I didn't like those books. I didn't like talk I don't like her whole heady like Bruce Springsteen, like Harvard. Like that's not my stuff. <laughs> like if that isn't what appeals to me, you know? Like she's yeah. super political. Like that's not the kind of shit I read. I'm a I'm Brady Smellis' files, you know? Like mm-hmm. I like like suntan cream and like party girls. Like it's me too, sweetie. Mm. Go off. Me too. Yeah, me and Jason like, agree with you. We have the same taste. Like I am not. Elizabeth Wurzel did not influence me. Actually, I had when I had one of her books, and it used to. And like I, I turned the cover inside out because I didn't like her like looking at me like from it. Like it was so <laughs> like. <laughs> And like when I you put it. your the the picture of your wife down when you're about to cheat on her in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I turned it inside out. I had that before, and then I just and then so then I was like obsessed with not getting compared to her. So then she started like she was always like she asked me to like I have she she blocked in my phone. She was when she died. Like I like because she would hound me for things and like wanting me to come to her apartment and like wanted me to write the intro for the new Prozac Nation. And, like, and I kept, in the meantime, I'd had this incident with her, like, years ago at, like, Pink Pony. Like, I had dinner with her and, like, this chick, Chrissy Miller, and, like, she had this rescue dog with her. Like, her dog, like, I don't know. She was, like, she flipped out on the restaurant and, like, said she should be able to take the dog inside. Mm. And uh, it was, like, mm. really abusive and, like, crazy because she's, like, uh, this is my service dog. She pulled out like a letter from a psychiatrist. The whole thing was fucking nuts. And then she was an asshole to me and was so condescending. Like, she told me not to try to be a writer. That like anything I try to write, like we've already been done before and all this shit. It was just insane. So then I saw it like rambling. So when Caroline oh, put you two yeah. together, you didn't like yeah, that. Putting pictures of me in the and our books next to each other. See, my entire career, I've I told Simon Schuster, I was like, I don't want anyone comparing me to Elizabeth Wurzel. Like, I don't want that. And I and I managed to get through that whole thing with almost just not having really much anywhere. That is but impressive. Did it, and I fucking snapped because she does. Caroline is very nefarious. <laughs> I, um, she is a white witch, and I would say that to her face. But that's cool. <laughs> like, 
Anita Halberg is like a black witch. You know. Well, she's cool. I mean, no question. Yeah. Caroline uh, is gr- she's really young. Like, but what do what do you saying, think? Like, what do you think, Caroline? What do you think she's gonna do? Like, how does she monetize? How does she do? Like, what does she oh, go? Where does she go from here? She's real. From what I understand, and this made me kind of understand and like her more. I always thought she was just like a mess, but apparently, like, she's doing really well with the monetizing thing. Like, she's handling that shit. And she well, is good. making money. And so that's like, um, I don't necessarily even think that she should try to be a writer because writing is horrible. It's just, it's literally at this point at this, like it's this, the book thing is the slowest, yeah. most agonizing, like short. And it's the purest choice. Maybe like the most like admirable. Like, and I kind of went that way when everything popped up. I could have done reality show anything I wanted, you know, but I chose a book. It was horrible. Well, it's very hard. I mean, it's much harder than a reality TV show. But what are you going to write another book? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, but, I mean, have you started it? Is there an yeah, yeah. idea, an outline? Oh, no. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> as much of it as possible to sell it because, you know, I got a reputation, rightly so. Like, I didn't, I was so fucked up back then. I couldn't, it took me, I think, like three and a half years to turn it in. And, I was just like on drugs. Like I really was horrible to work with. And now I'm just trying to do as much upfront to minimize risk and then sell it, you know. I see. So you're going to do more than the three chapters. You're going to do as much as you can. I'm going to try to do at least five. That's a lot for me upfront. That's a lot. I agree. Well, do you. I would do it really. I wouldn't do it rough. I would do good five chapters. What happened? What happened? Was there a TV show? Was there a show based on the book? Yeah. And that's still happening it's just obviously things are slow are um, you involved in it or did you just yeah. sell it off okay you're involved I'm a in producer it. okay um, great co-writing it but it's um you know i pay for that as well in the early stages of that so people are always like don't understand how i make money but uh so that's really cool and we have the star attached but i can't tell you i can't tell you guys off but uh star is also being a producer as well and i love her and it's so neat try to start like my the producers like Chick Allison used to work. She did New York Minute, like the Olsen Twins movie. Oh, a classic. This, an absolute classic. Yeah, that's a fucking classic. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Um, the Amanda Bynes movie. Like, she's the man. Is it, what was it called? Yeah, she's, she's the man. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. She did that's, available, that's available on Amazon streaming. I saw it last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out. Yeah. So. so I work with. But now but I what, have my co-writer. She wrote for Billions. Her name's Jessica. I love her. And what's the timeline on this? Like, is it just going to take as long as it needs to take? Well, I just got a big check for being late. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> living off of that right now. And, so, um, okay. So you got the TV show is going to happen eventually. Yeah. But you know what? Career, it's like really, career is fucking empty. It just sounds really good. What do you mean? You're not feeling satisfied? Fine, but it's just that's why I'm going back to New York. I need to like hang out with my friends and everything. Well, I saw. Yeah, I, I think really that... want the art world to open. How I want to go to Chelsea. I want to like dress up, you know, like I want to walk around and get all the white wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, it sounds Same. great. I want to yeah, smoke makes... a cig on the. On the, no, on the, the sidewalk? Social activity, and I'm totally going to be like in charge of it. 
when I'm back, like making everyone like I'm like people from Twitter, people from my phone, everyone like just being like, let's go. Like there's like like let's go to this, let's go to how the work. Like, you know, meet here and do this and then you walk around. It's like my favorite thing in New York in the spring and the summer. And me too. God damn. The winter is horrible. Like I'm not going back to that fucking area anymore. <laughs> like deep dish. Like Eleventh Avenue and Twenty Sixth Street, like in the wind tunnel. No, it's no man's land in the winter. I agree. It's dark as hell. Yeah, artichoke. You're not hitting. You're not. You're not hitting artichoke for lunch, cat. Really, I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. The the pizza place, the bad pizza place that's on Eleventh and Twenty Sixth. The place that you get forced to go. Yeah, because there's no restaurants. There's no man's land, like you said. It's no man's land unless you want to go to like Chelsea Market. Workout back there at Body by Simone. Which is like this big ass room with like twinkly fairy lights. It's where like Taylor Swift and Carly Voss used to go together all the time. Yo, how did Taylor Swift <coughs> style make uh, Carly Kloss not hot? Like Carly Kloss, uh, a fucking supermodel, and then she started having like these like dumpy thick bangs and like <laughs> like. <laughs> Bad body. Do you think they were? Weird, do you think like, they were style like this, like grandma look? I was like, what the fuck just happened to her? Well, if you watch the Taylor Swift documentary, she's got the worst style of anyone in history, and her apartment is crazy. Every everything she touches is ugly. It's insane. It, it, it's like I've never seen anything like it. I but remember, like, Nancy Joe Sales, like her article about Taylor back in the day, was like she had like a topiary rabbit in her. Like yes, that's but that's the whole thing. But it's like she yeah. pays some. She pays somebody a million dollars to design some apartment, and it's still ugly as fuck. Because that she's driving it, it's it's wild. You really you know, I, these I, ugly celebrity apartments are. I, I these one of the ugliest I've ever seen. Yo, it, I don't think I think she sold it, but Cameron Diaz Kelly Wurstler <laughs> apartment that she had for a while in New York was so ugly. I was like, is this even real? Or recently, I was looking at the thing that um, Anne Hathaway just put on the market. And I was like, this is the weirdest fucking celebrity apart. It's like an Upper West Side thing. There's literally no kitchen. And then <laughs> and then there's like, it's a two-bedroom. And then I, I don't, maybe they don't, you know, they don't photograph the master bedroom because it's like the actor's sacred space. Like, but in the meantime, you're like, why would anyone, why would any celebrity live in this apartment? Like, it's so weird. Well, you know, it's 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 disheartening how bad their taste is. It really well, is. Well, and Could- Hathaway used to own the fucking Dumbo Clock Tower apartment. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, which is where I wanted Kevin Durant to live. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I thought that was the perfect apartment for him. But I'm sure he's in. How are you doing oh, without with without basketball right now? He's pardon. How are you doing oh, without I'm basketball right now? I'm miserable. There's no basketball. I'm legit obsessed. Like I'm completely obsessed. I'm sure I sound like such a poser because, and all of my like graffiti graffiti writers which is my main social, like, they all, none of them like basketball, so. Um, and I think that's how, for, like, so many years, I, like, didn't have any friends, like, watch it with and stuff, but now it's, like, all I think about. Every night, I go to bed with, like, I watch, in this quarantine, yeah, I've been watching, like, TNT, like, really soothing, you know, Shaq and Charles, and, like, and, you know, EJ, Shaq and Charles. Yeah, Shaq and Charles. And they Ernie. have a good report. And like all of the things from like years ago and fucking Isaiah. Do you think, Charles. you know what the, my favorite part about that group is that Ernie definitely has a hood pass now and it's very cool for him. As what? Ernie has a hood pass for sure. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, Ernie is cool. You know, he's a real Christian. I know oh, he is? His church is down there in Atlanta. 
Of course it is. Well, all churches are in Atlanta. <laughs> so well, that makes sense. Something. I was just on the website the other day, actually. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Ernie's school. Yeah, you're, you're right there in Atlanta, right by the headquarters. I've seen Shaq a few times at the bar at the uh, at the Four Seasons. You have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm at a big Chuck fan. Four Seasons? Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I really love him. I've always liked I, him because he's Michael Jordan dumb. came to Bay in Miami one time when I was there. He just like walked in and the whole club just like stopped. I was like 23. That was my big moment. You yeah, did. so that's what I watched. So, I mean, I think we've gotten the full Cat Marnell report, quarantine cat report. And honestly, it sounds like you're doing pretty good. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, my phone, by the way, has been at 10% for the past, like, 25 minutes, and I've just been like, please don't let this call come. God, like, God, God intervened. He let us he let us rock. <laughs> Did we cover everything? Yeah, oh, I think so. Well, we can definitely have you back on whenever you'd like to, if you if you want. Well, I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see your quarantine podcast? Well, I feel like I didn't talk to you guys about you enough. That's like, that's the other thing about traveling. You're by yourself all the time, and then you're like, you lose your social skills. That's it's okay. okay. These people that listen to this three times a week definitely know too much about us already. It's not mm-hmm. really a big deal. Well, I love listening to you guys. I think you're really funny. And oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. TYSM. Um, okay. Well, if you need anything else from me, just let me know. Can you, Thanks well, you need for to, accommodating my technological problems. You need to tell people, you need to tell people where they can find you on the internet. Oh, on Twitter at Pat underscore Marnell, and I'm on Instagram, <laughs> but I don't have Instagram on my phone. Yo, in order to, uh, I only have one app at a time, so like I'll erase because <laughs> I have no room. So I'll erase Venmo to get Instagram. Just now, I have to erase Instagram to download Google Chat. And no, <laughs> so I- no, no, that's not true. <laughs> I have nothing, and then oh, in my uh, my. My button doesn't work, like my home button, so I have to do a home button on the screen. Like you can queue it up, so it's this dot. So yeah. if I mm-hmm. do screen grabs, they always have like a big dot on them. The assistive Horrible. touch. Love that. Yeah, I do that. So um. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, whoever is listening, buy Cat a new phone. Get her some AirPods so she can yeah. stop putting her phone down her sports bra. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna else. get you. We're gonna get you all set up. For 2020, yeah. Kat. Yeah, wouldn't that be yeah. great? I would love like an iPhone or like a computer that was from 2016 or like an iPhone from th- two years ago, not three. <laughs> then you'd be really doing it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you'd be killing I, mean, it. I don't need anything. I mean, the All six right. is, is very impressive. This, listen, this thing is not bad. I, my problem <laughs> is it doesn't, I don't like you can't take good pictures of the moon. Like, I wish I could have the phone that takes the best <laughs> pictures of the moon. <laughs> That's like my main issue with this phone, but otherwise, I think we got to get you a camera. I know, right? Imagine, Cat. Uh, thanks again. Honestly, you're you're a legend. We're really happy. Thanks, guys. I'll come on anytime. All right, we'll call you back soon. Thanks again. Okay. Bye. Thank you, Bye. 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 Bye